chance An undiscovered paradise Forget New York and California There's a better place, now close your eyes Take my hand, we are almost there Our favorite place on earth Massachusetts Good evening, New England, and welcome to Taste of Massachusetts, helping you program your GPS for New England. I'm your host, Vincent Arachetti, and we are live on AMA 30 WCRN as well as the Spark Radio Network out of Brockton. We're here every Thursday and Friday, 7 to 9 p.m., and you can find all of our great content on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or by using hashtag TasteOfMass. You can join the conversation tonight by calling 508-871-7000. That's 508-871-7000. Once again, I am your host, Vincent Arichetti, and co-hosting with us tonight, of course, Jezebel Grace of the Graces to my right. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm having a blast because we have a special, <laughs> extra special co-host tonight. Yep. Andy. <laughs> Andy Madison. Also, Andy from Lord of the Boards. Also, Andy, formerly of WCRN because he got some big job in New York that he can't <laughs> talk about. Big media market job. Andy's going to be gone, so he is joining us for uh, his one final last show. One, well, is it last? Like you're never coming back? I mean, I don't know if I'm. I'll come back and visit certainly, but I don't like. I'm not going to be in here every Thursday or Saturday. <laughs> we need like so. some decorative piano music behind this conversation. I know, it's so very sad. emotional. <laughs> Cam, Cam's doing just fine with it, though. I oh, would say Cam's doing like a better job than I was. Definitely. <laughs> well, because Cam, so. Cam enjoys himself like completely every moment of the show. Yeah. Every single co-host I bring in hits on him. Uh, female, <laughs> male, doesn't matter. They're just all like, oh, it's Prince Eric. I had two co-hosts uh, last Steve Friday. Steve McWheels. Prince Eric is so last year. Two, uh, two co-hosts last Friday night were in the Cam Sisters from Cam versus Food on Instagram, and uh, they're like, "Wait, wait, where's Cam? Where, where's your, where's your, where's your producer Cam?" And uh, they were telling me how much they loved. Uh, what's that burrito place you love? Los Amigos. Los Amigos. Oh well, they like flipped out when we mentioned them, and oh yeah, they're. I'm like, oh yeah, Cam loves that place. Yeah, Los Amigos and Anna's are like neck and neck. Yeah. You couldn't tell them apart in a taste test. That's how good it is. Well, w- one of the two of them hates peanut butter, too. So, like, it was... Oh, wow. Like, Why wasn't I here? Yeah, this was like... Like, there was a love connection that just didn't happen that <laughs> night or something. I don't know. But it uh, it was it's such a great show to produce, too, because you do most of the heavy lifting because you take a lot of pride in the show. So, as the producer, you just have to make sure that, like, if people call in, you know, that spots are ready and stuff like that. So, you can do other things throughout the day like Cam does or like I do and come in and like it's just you get it's your fun di- too. Yeah, you get your directions and you go and it's fun. Absolutely. Well, I, I remember the first uh cuz now we have to do a little bit of reminiscing. Oh, of course. Aww. The first uh the first been a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Get, <laughs> key up the music. The first time you produced the show, afterwards you were like, "Oh my god, this is what radio should be." Yeah. Like there's no reason why radio couldn't be like this, and and basically, you know, through our talks, discussions, whatever, I basically said, yeah, I kind of designed this show more like a podcast in the feel of it. Yeah. 
but we still have the structure of a real radio show on a 50,000 watt station with, you know, listeners and call-ins and all that fun stuff. Um, so it just, it just makes it much more enjoyable for everyone. Not to get too nerdy or sappy, but like it was no, but it was and it was stressful you, at the beginning because I was like, you would send me emails during the day, and I was at my other job, and so I wouldn't check them. Right, and then all of a sudden at like six thirty, <laughs> it's like, can you cut this, 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 and this? And here's the thing: it takes exactly twenty minutes to get from Charter TV three where I work <laughs> to here. Oh, so no. I was like, I have to leave by six thirty, like no later, to make sure I'm here in plenty of time to set up for the show, and. It's funny because I would listen to the ra- radio during the day, and I was like, radio is so much fun. Like, I yeah. love doing it, you know? And I was like, why can't I just do this, you know, full time? Like, I wish I could do more. And then I'd get excited and look forward to going to the radio station. But then after a full day's work, yeah, you're, you're so stressed exhausted. out and kind of exhausted that I would come in and I would just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, you could have talked to yeah. me. I would have taken your job at Charter. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, they're, they're looking, so. Oh, they <laughs> are. Yeah, I'm not an on-air guy. That's not my uh, go-to. Well, then, I, I that might be a tough in the interview process with, <laughs> when they look at your special skills. Yeah, but, it might be a little bit of yeah. A, no, but I know so. a few people. Uh, okay. Sp- specifically for uh, if you're looking for someone to be reporter on fun things to do in and around Worcester, uh, Jezebel Grace is uh, very, very experienced with. Um, yeah. Know, whatever. Yeah. It is, you know, <laughs> I do things. Oh come on! You entertain more people. Like, oh no, I know. In real life, I do, I literally have an improv comedy show. It doesn't get much more, uh, you know. And like we were saying, that's the type of people that like traditional media needs to start pulling into the fold because they're losing out because it's sooner or later someone becomes an internet sensation just because they're entertaining. And tradition, see, traditional media used to do, I hate to be nerdy about this, but <laughs> they used to be like, oh, well, only 5% are really good enough to be in media. And then social media kind of wiped that <laughs> away. It's like, yeah, no, like 60, 70% of people can do it. It's just a matter of they were, you know, holding the reins back. But, uh, so. But you gotta have longevity though. Like, you just do. cause you did have one hit, one viral video. Like, right. is that, you're only gonna get so much mileage well, that, out of that. That's the difference you know? with traditional, like, we're almost. Do you uh, want cash me outside? How about that? Like oh reading the news for you? I don't. Think no, so. not at I all. Would, like, I would yeah. love that. I would tune in every day. <laughs> no, it would get it would get old fast. She supposedly is getting a show though. She's getting thirty thousand dollars per. Yeah. Um, she's appearing, appearing at like a club in Miami or something. Yeah, yeah. but that but that's the thing. It's but like she's thirteen, so it makes no it's, sense. It's uh, it's what? It's, it's flash in the pan. It's like yeah. It's she'll she'll be oh she'll. Just as fast as you rise, that's how fast I know. With these videos, they always try to, like, do a second video, but it's, like... Never works. You can't recreate what you did the first time, because now you're trying to, and it's not good. Yeah, exactly. Goes the way of auto-tuning. Yeah, exactly. So, um, let's uh, let's start out with some, uh, what I like to call, um, shout-outs. Actually, we did kind of a taste test before the show, and during, right now, I guess. Boston Baking Company sent, uh... They sent me a box of whoopie pies, brownies, cookies, and all of this craziness. Um, the let's start with I guess start straight out with Andy since this uh, the, is like your 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 fair, fond farewell show. Okay, so do I give the shout out or I give the review of the? Uh, well, give the review. Give the review. Okay, uh, we'll I had the, I had the whoopie pie and it was very good. I enjoyed it. Um, it did not taste salty. Um, so no! it was delicious. It was the party cake. It felt like a magical rainbow had just <laughs> shot down from the sky <laughs> and unicorns danced all around and I enjoyed it. So 
I give a, I give it a, a thumbs I'm up. I'm gonna give this a yay. A, a little, out, a little out to, oh it's the liquor talking. <laughs> poor, poor Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Jezebel Grace, uh, the very salty Jezebel Grace. <laughs> I'm never gonna live this one down. No. I tried the party cake whoopie pie. Uh, Vincent said about 9,000 times, it's cakey. I describe it as cakey. I think it's cakey. And I was like, stop saying the word cakey. It doesn't sound like a word anymore. It's well, just sound. I didn't want to say. It's cakey. I didn't want to say everyone's favorite word, moist. <laughs> so, I don't understand how that like became such a big thing. It's I don't a know. Freaking word. Get over it. I, people hate it. Though. I know. It's weird. I had the party. I had the party cake whoopie pie too. And it tasted like salty Play-Doh. I like it, what? but it tasted like salty Play-Doh. I, I, I did not get any salt I like whatsoever. all their other stuff, but that one just, it, the cake, it tastes like, have you ever made, have you ever, okay. Have you ever you, eaten Play-Doh? Yes. No. We used to make homemade Play-Doh, and you make it with, like, stuff you bake with. It's yeah, edible. Yeah, you make it with, yeah. But, yeah. Oh. And that's what it tastes like to me. The frosting's great, and the regular whoopie pie is awesome, but that one just, I don't know. I, I mean, it was great. It was excellent. It had rainbow sprinkles. <laughs> it made me happy. The I, I had, shoot laser beams out of my nose. Uh, now. Don't mock my review. My I'm goodness. not. I thought I thought it was good, but the one that I really liked was the coconut brownie, uh, which, as I always say with anything I like that's dessert based, it wasn't overly sweet. It was more cocoa than chocolate flavored. But the the coconut definitely came through, which I love coconut. And uh, of all Coco. the things I tried, that was definitely my favorite. Yeah, and uh, Cam, I had the, I believe it was the chocolate chip brownie. Yeah, uh, it was delicious. It was awesome. Very uh, moist. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't uh, salty. No, it was not salty. But did it twas, taste like Play-Doh? <laughs> was moist, and uh, yeah, it was. It was very good. <laughs> Didn't taste like Play-Doh. Rich, chocolatey, moist brownie. Well, all you can ask for. You're a uh, you you love brownies though. Yes, I you're love like, brownies. Like that was your one thing. You looked at the whoopie pies. You looked at the cookies. I you didn't even everything. And, and by went, looked, I I gave them like half a second look, and then I was on to the brownie. Disrespecting everything but the brownie. Yeah, brownie reigns supreme. Nice, excellent, uh, excellent job. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna do our shoutouts. Great places we've been to recently. Gonna talk to Andy about a lot of his favorite places. Since we're never going to hear from him again because he's just leaving us for the bright lights and big city of New York. So we'll be back here on Taste of Massachusetts after this. is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Vincent Arachetti, Jezebel Grace to my right, Andy, the dancing lord of the boards, Andy, on my left. It's like when they would play Everybody Dance Now and, like, nobody would, like, move, even move to the beat. They'd just come in and Vincent would be like, 508-871-7000, 15 past the hour here on WCRN. I'm Vincent Arachetti. Oh, my God, that's America funny. Media. Yeah. You can reach me at vincent.airketty at airketty.com. 53 degrees in the greater exactly. Worcester area. <laughs> this is CNC Music Factory. Bringing <laughs> the heat. Oh, that man. sweet, sweet I am fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I believe they call that en fuego in Espanol. Dan the man <laughs> levitant. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, 
So I wanted to throw it to Andy for some shout-outs. Usually right. during the show we do some shout-outs during this time. Um, you're going to start with Andy because, you know, you're never going to be here. So you might as well tell everyone all the great places you love to go to while you're when you were here, while well, you were here. Well, first of all, I would like to give a shout-out to Cam Galleon <laughs> for being awesome. Oh, he's doing a great job here. You don't mean a that. Great. Of course I do. Great job as a producer. I dragged him into the broadcast booth to do some college football this fall, and he was great, and he edited it together. <laughs> oh, stop, <laughs> stop, 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 please, stop. stop. Yeah. So, first of all, shout-out to Cam. Uh, next, shout-out to Wicked Wing Co. Yes. In Worcester. Great place. I get the chicken chili quesadillas. They're very good. They're near the, near the station. You go to a wing place and you don't yes, get the wings. Yes, I know. Wings. I know, right? I go to Chipotle and I get like the steak tacos. So <laughs> a little against the grain. Um, Antonio's Pizza in Worcester. Wait, wait, you don't have to rush through this because I got a question oh, okay. for you. Yes. Wicked Winco, do you get their bourbon wings? I have not. Bourbon beer soaked, then they're really good. Cooked, then bourbon beer sauce. On barbecue sauce. <laughs> it is uh, it is excellent. So uh, if if you do go one more time before you leave, definitely hit it up. Okay, I will. All right, next. Um, shout out to Outback Steakhouse, which unfortunately, <laughs> which unfortunately closed here. Um, so you lost Ruby Tuesday and <laughs> yeah, Outback. Not only that, by the way. And that's I, why you're moving to New York. I, yeah. <laughs> by the way, I ate at a Ruby Tuesday a couple weeks ago. They've changed their menu completely around. Yeah, we joked, we so, jokingly talked about that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Someone should have given me the memo because I had to be, I had to do one of those things. They have like, uh, so I normally get like, I think it's like the chicken parmesan pasta. Oh, so they have the chicken and broccoli. Yes. And they have the parmesan like something else. So I had to be that guy to be like, could I get the chicken and broccoli, but can you just sub out like <laughs> Oh the, my god. The, you know. Well, they must so. have done it before when they were making the chicken parm pasta. <laughs> so. Yeah. So no, but I got it, no problem, but they've they've completely changed their menu around. So they they don't get your uh, Andy seal of approval anymore. I mean, it just they're changing the menu, and I feel like it's like, obviously they're changing it because what what I liked obviously wasn't as popular. So <laughs> um, obviously, yeah, I love that. Um, and then I would also like to give a shout out to the greatest bar in Boston, yeah, which is a Giants bar, which I've been to numerous it is times. Not That's a, a Giants, Giants bar. bar. That is a Giants bar, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I was it is. there once. In my entire life, it was it was a glorious experience. It's a Giants bar, yeah. No, and it's do. not. I mean, they may show those games for people who Vinny, are fans. It's a Giants bar. It's on the Giants website as like fan bars outside of New York. Yes, the greatest bar is a Giants bar. Every I've been there numerous times to see Giants games, and there are Giants fans. The greatest everywhere. bar, the four floor bar in Boston. Yes, right, right across from, from the, the TD Garden. Yes. yes, that is a New York Giants bar. Wow. Educate yourself. From so. what I remember of that place, it was wonderful. It is. I went there it's on my 21st place. birthday celebration. It's a Giants bar and like a Bruins bar, too. Yeah. Like, it's, like, after the Giants playoff game against the Packers, all these Bruins fans, like, came in to watch the, the Bruins game that night. So, yeah. I'm going to have to check into that one, but I'll, I'll take Are you word. No, like, I'm not lying to you. No, because I know someone who's very friendly with the, There's four people who own it, and I know someone who's very friendly. Well, you're looking at someone right now who's really friendly with management. So. You are. Well, yeah, I've met the owner. I mean, I he doesn't know my name, but I met him after that, and I just said thank you for, for hosting us here. Well, this that's what great. I mean. He he may play those games, but 
I don't know. It's I'm a Giants bar, <laughs> Vinny. Like, what What more verification do you need? You to sure? me, all I'm picturing is like a bar for actual Giants. I, I was for actual like Giants. 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 I will say that in Raleigh, North Carolina, there's a Patriots bar. Uh, there's an yeah, entire there fan club in Raleigh, North Carolina of Patriots <laughs> fans. Uh, the city that my uh, aunt moved to is called Cary. And uh, C A R Y, which they uh, <laughs> joke refer um, centralized area for relocated Yankees. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, and uh, they have an entire Patriots fan club that meets at a bar. This one specific, <laughs> pretty big bar in the area ev- for every single Patriots game. Yep, because yeah, there are a lot. Of, there are a lot of Northerners that have moved down to that area. Uh, yeah, especially so. the Carolinas. So what you said, you started to say a pizza place, and then you Antonio's. Oh, okay. In, in Worcester. Very nice. Yeah, very good. Very good pizza. That's um, it. <laughs> and well, but I'm just kind of a, I'm kind of thrown for a loop here that you, you don't believe that the no, greatest no. bar is a Giants bar in Boston. <laughs> no, you know what I'm really laughing at. This is horrible. Jezebel will totally back me up on this. You keep hitting the table. I know. Oh yeah. You know what this table is like. A freaking <laughs> like you know we can yeah. turn this into a thunder you know thunderstorm in a second and like you keep hitting it and That's I'm, true. I'm I'm like totally not. I wasn't going to correct you because I was just so amused by it. <laughs> you start screaming at me Paul Farrow style. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, Red Raven. Wow. Of course. Yeah. Anytime so. you get a free meal, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Did you use the whole gift card? I did use the whole okay, gift good. card. Thank did, you so again for that. Did you go that, back though. a second? No, no worries. Did you go back a second time? I did. I went uh, about a month ago. What would you get so. the second time? Do you remember? I just got the salad. So. <laughs> well, I only had like, what, like $10, $15. Yeah, no, I, I understand. So. I understand. I was also in a time crunch, too, because I wasn't, I didn't budget my time property. I had to be in Boston by a certain time, so I went and didn't realize I had time for like a full meal. Oh, nice. So I just got the, got the salad. So you ran up there so. for a, good, yeah. good, good, but good. But again, thank you for that. You didn't have to do that. It was really nice of you. Happy to. You guys, you guys do a lot of, a lot more work than I think people realize. I mean, I do a lot of work because, I'm just like crazy like because that. Because you own Air Academy. Don't that. give us too much credit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, no, no. But like, um, I, I seem Vincent, to. It's not Air Academy. <laughs> no, 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 it's Vincent AJE at gmail.com because oh. no one can spell Air Academy. But, um, just to your point, uh, to the point of how much work you guys do, I happen to know that you even came in and recorded a special promo yes for the wide world of food which we've actually used because uh as soon as we found out that you were kind of going we were like oh well we got to get some mileage out of it we'll <laughs> we'll hang on to it but um the first I've never recorded anything for it's the liquor talking unfortunately though other than the flash thing but I don't know there's nothing that's like my voice in it you know well you but. need to um you need to like do like cuz are you doing it this Saturday I am doing it this Saturday okay yeah. you need to record the actual um the actual words of it's the wine of the week, but you, you like don't don't do anything behind it. It's a just, great idea. Just be like, just like start it out by um, it's the wine of the week regular, and then have the baby crying, and then your voice going, stop whining. That is a great Randall. Idea. Randall, stop whining. That is a great idea. That'd I be, like cause it. Because just like have it separate. Because you're doing it this Saturday. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So they'll be able to. Uh, that's good. That's good. I met them finally. I know, he told me, uh, yeah. Ryan told me, he's like, yeah, Andy came in, waved, and like left. I had a little fun with Randall, because he was doing like a tasting or whatever, and I started peppering him with a bunch of questions. I was like, you guys do that show on Saturday, right? You have that really pesky producer, he's like really annoying, the guy you made fun, what's his name, what's his name, you know? <laughs> and like, he slowly got it, and I was just like, Andy, nice, nice. to meet you. Nice, so, nice. Yeah. 
Oh, you went on Whiskey Wednesday. Yes, I went on Whiskey Wednesday. Yeah. So he, he's uh. He, so oh, did you do the whole wet the whole? Tasting? No, I literally I literally went in to meet them. Oh, okay. So yeah. So you didn't do the tasting. I did not do the tasting. I was driving. Every, eight. Well, it's just the tasting. Eight whiskeys every Wednesday night at Julio's. Like that's nuts. I didn't realize how big that place was. Yeah. Too. My goodness. <laughs> I was gonna say, how long did you produce the show? Yeah. Like, nice. Uh, six Four. months. No, you've been more than that. It's over a year now. Yeah, you're probably right. Then was over a year ago. Yeah. 508 871 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this. One seven thousand is the number. Just joking around with you. Here at Taste of Massachusetts, going through some shout-outs. We've got Jezebel Grace, of course, as we do every Thursday. We're very lucky to have her. And Andy, the last, maybe the last time, maybe we'll get you back somehow. Andy, Lord of the Boards, former producer. Well, you're still a producer here for another. I guess so, yeah. How long? Week? Two weeks? A week. Week. Yeah. And a then, week from uh, today is my last day. And then big job in New York, big media market, New York. That's all we can say. I'm nervous. Why? Because it's, you know, you're breaking into a new region. you got to get acclimated. you got to familiarize yourself with everybody. And, like, you got to make sure you know where you're going. When I first started in the Worcester area, I did a story, and I called it Leo Menster. <laughs> not Lemonster. Lemonster. So, yeah. I jokingly so. call it Leo Menster just because... But, like, I know it's Lemonster. Yeah. I feel like Massachusetts and New England, like, this area of New England has the weirdest town names, though. Like I feel Gloucester. like. Yeah. Yeah, like other places I Worcester. feel like don't. Because we have all the, like, super Native American names. I feel like a lot and, of other places don't have those. And Old English at the same time. Yeah. So you have, like, a lot of Cape places, like Katuit, no one can pronounce. Yeah, I know, right? You got um, Mattapoiset. Bill no, Ricca took a little while for no, me. Um, yeah. Naponset? Uh, someone from New York saw the name and she said, uh, a friend of mine, she said, uh, where's Nepenset? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Like, that is a butchery. Nepenset. Uh, Jezebel Grace, uh, shout outs. I, I know, what, when is the, when's your big gig? Well, I shouldn't say big gig, but when's the gig in, um, in Waltham? That's oh, not till May, right? That's not till like May. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's plenty of time. I don't remember you, the exact date right now. I'm not good at this. But don't you? <laughs> but don't you have a? You have a gig coming up in Southbridge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. April 22nd, Earth Day at Starlight. It's nice. It's art gallery and bar, and they have like it's like a bar that should be in like like Brighton or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like super hipstery. Um. It's a really cool place. Oh, you've been? My friends played there once. Oh. I'm playing there. Nice. <laughs> My band. Yep. Um, yeah. Timeship Evermore. Timeship Evermore. Yep. That's my band name. Awesome. It's a steampunk band. So, yeah, we're time travelers. <laughs> I get to wear crazy costumes. You mean... <laughs> you mean everything what, you I do, wear. I wear costumes I know. for everything. It's exactly. Like, I was in a metal band for, like, years, and I got to just be myself, and now everything else I do now, I'm... I'm, I'm you know, I'm like Sybil. I've got 90 different personalities. I know. And not just uh, names on the show as well. Yeah. Um, Kind of like Cam. 
You know what? Cam has like 50 different nicknames, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, well, I heard, I was listening the night you guys called him Diesel McWheel. Because <laughs> <laughs> yep. the, the monster trucks were in town. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, God. that was. Who? Prince Eric. Which is, what is that? Is that a reference from a cartoon? That Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Uh, I think that I was, uh, Jess Dempsey gave him okay. that one. No, that was me. Oh, that was you yeah. too? I said he looked like a Disney prince, and then I started calling him Prince Eric, even though you don't look like Prince Eric. Doesn't he look like, no. he, he looks like the, like, Star quarterback in like a high school football. Yeah. <laughs> like that guy. Yeah. In a varsity letter jacket being like. His new nickname f- is now Varsity See you Friday, Kelly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my first name should be something like Duke or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and then I, I called him Studley McMuffin because <laughs> he likes McDonald's so much. But that one didn't really stick too well. No. No. I don't like that one. No, no one does. <laughs> I think it's lame. It is a little, it's a little, you know. Um, I have a shout out, uh, I have a, I have some more for tomorrow night that I'm going to save, but, uh, the shout out that I really want to give is to the Corner Grill in Worcester. They've just, just reopened. reopened. They, I won't get into what their issue was, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't their owner's fault and I felt really bad. They were closed for seven months. They have the thinnest flatbread ever and their chicken pesto with bacon Flatbread is like one of my most favorite things. I don't necessarily call it pizza, but it is. Pi- I mean, it's pizza because there's no other way to say it. It's really just really super super flatbread pizza style, but it's so good. And um, I will say their chicken Caesar salad pizza is really good. Yeah, I saw a couple of people ordered that while I was there. And the other thing they do, I didn't realize they do this. Um, they do mason jars full of their lemonade. Raspberry lemonade and a bunch of other different flavors. I had their raspberry lemonade because oh, nice. I love lemonade that isn't like acidic to give, you know what I mean? But, uh, oh my god. So I posted a video on that and everyone was sharing it because everyone was like, oh, they're open again. But, oh man, I love, uh, I love that place and I hadn't been in a, in a while because they were closed. Is there a particular type of pizza you like, like flat, flatbread, brick oven, New York style? Like, is there any, I mean, specific? I like, I like not necessarily flatbread, but I like thinner crust. Um, I do think Volturno probably makes the best pizza only because of their dough. They do a very traditional dough. I think they take like two, it takes like two days to make and it's almost more like a sourdough. But it's not really, it's not like sour at all, but it just has such flavor in it. Um, you know, cause a lot of people say, oh, well, Volturno's really expensive. I'm like, yeah, but taste it. Yeah. Because it's expensive because it takes, it's not, they're not just mixing it in the morning and then throwing it in the oven in the afternoon. Which, by the way, there's nothing wrong with that, but they're definitely putting, um, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more effort into it. Um, I generally, yeah, more, more thinner crust than, than not. Um, I don't think there's such thing, like, I don't have a problem with deep dish, but I don't think it's pizza. I think it's just open-faced calzone. That's, I think that's a fair sentence. That's just my, yeah. I don't have a problem with deep dish either. It's sort of like a when in Rome thing. Like, my sister lives in Chicago. When we go and visit her, we're going to have deep dish pizza. Yeah, because... You know? When in Rome. Exactly. When but in Rome. I'm not going to, like, be here in New York and be like, I really could go for some deep dish pizza. And there was the whole... I think it was in like the 90s where Domino's had like a deep dish. Yeah, for like a yeah, minute. Yeah, exactly. But that's but it wasn't like authentic deep dish. It was like a commercialized, yeah. you know, whatever. And everybody had it, and they thought this is what people's pizzas like in Chicago. And then the Chicago purists were like, no, mad because it isn't. 
They're just sure. like fosters. You go to Australia, there's no fosters anywhere. There isn't? No. So you, now you've learned two things. I didn't, today. I was unaware. <laughs> so, how, wait, so this, how can there be no fosters? It's just American commercialized stuff. So do they make it in Australia at least? I mean, I don't know if they do. <laughs> I'm, I'm like now very confused. Yeah. So Foster's Beer, which their commercial, their tagline is Foster's. It's Australian for beer. Yeah, there, I don't believe there are Foster's breweries like all over Australia. I think it's just an American thing. Just like in Australia, there's no like so Outback Steakhouse. Everywhere. No, well, I mean, there's no Bloomin' Onion. In, yeah. It's, it's not really true. Well, look, there's no Olive Gardens in Italy. There aren't? No. There's plenty of Olive Gardens in Italy. What there are you talking about? Yeah. There's Olive Gardens everywhere. No. Because olives are grown in an orchard, because olives come from olive trees. Garden, orchard, same thing. No, it's not. You can't grill macaroni, and you don't grow olives in you an orchard. You can't grill macaroni. Who knows so much? Eh? Who's that? You can't <laughs> grill macaroni. You can't. Like, thanks, Paul Lint. <laughs> That's a reference nobody but me got. Paul Lint? I love it, yeah. You don't know who that is? No. It's oh. from a movie, isn't it? He was He was on Bewitched. He was... Did you ever oh, think- Yes! Charlotte's Webb, who's yes, the rat. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Nice. I didn't sound like him, did I? No, that's yeah. just what she thought of. I think you can't did. grill macaroni. No, I, I know what you're saying now, yeah. like the the way he talks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. I digress. That tree is far away. It is. Any other... Uh, I like the obscure reference, though. I, <laughs> I do, too. Any other, uh, other shout-outs? Cam, do you have a shout-out? I did uh, Saturday night. I went to a hibachi place in Worcester, Seven Nana. Oh, I love that place. It was phenomenal. It was awesome. Uh, I highly recommend the sake bombs. Those are my favorite. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, those were fun. So um, Cam likes alcohol. <laughs> no yeah, surprise. There were eight of us who went, and uh, it was it was a blast. Uh, did you bring your dad? No, I did not bring okay. my dad. So you didn't bring your dad, so you didn't meet no, any it was like chicks. Me, no, <laughs> it was like me, the roommates, uh, some girls, and uh, my buddy Will, from uh, who used to be my roommate, his girlfriend. It was fun. Nice. It was a very fun time. And yeah, capped off by copious amounts of alcohol. The sake bomb. The sake bomb. Did you, uh, did you visit uh, Hooters on Wednesday? Uh, we did not. Did- um this, uh, as in yesterday, we, uh, I my, know his schedule so well. Yeah, well, every Wednesday we go bowling and then go to Hooters. Um, no, we did not go, uh, no, it's we, bowling, then Buffalo Wild Wings, actually, it, then Hooters. Ooh, no, I, I like wish. That. I wish. Uh, it's actually called Broling, uh, as a matter <laughs> of fact. Uh, uh yeah, uh, we live on Audubon <laughs> Road and Let's we are the bowling, bro. Auto Bros. Nice. The, uh, ironic nickname we've given ourselves. Uh, yeah, so broling happens every Wednesday, and then we go to Hooters for, uh, $3 shots. Bro. But, uh, no, I did not make it Seven there. 7-10 split, bro. Uh, two of the, mm-hmm. two of the auto bros went on vacation, so. Bro. Nice. That's nice a, golf vacation That's a Florida. turkey, bro. <laughs> yeah. Bro. We don't actually say bro all the time. Green we ball, just think bro. it's hilarious. No, although if you listen to Cam's commercial for Bison County, Cam actually did the voiceover for that. I'll put it on first. Yeah, every every time we uh, every time we hear it, all I can think of is let's bro down with Cam. Let's get some beers, fifty on tap. I like it. Damn straight. It's uh, it's the reason why bro. I asked him to do it, and he's just you got to return your bro-ling shoes, bro. <laughs> You're loving the bro thing. Bro. <laughs> I love it. Everybody loves a good bro out. You know, not everybody. 
Yeah, bro. It reminds what? me of... Uh, the bro down. What do you call those people that pay to have friends? There's a game called Bro Force. Fraternities? Oh, fraternities. <laughs> There's a game called Bro Force I have on PlayStation 4. And, like, every single name is, like, a play on bro. Like, the bride from Kill Bill is called the Brode. Like, <laughs> some, there's like some that. bros are, awesome game. are it's funny. Like, like when you go to the like we were at a bar a couple of weeks ago and like one of my, one of my friends is obsessed with Dave Matthews Band and so he'll go oh, to the jukebox ugh, and gross. play. Okay, <laughs> relax. Yeah, my he, he plays about ten Dave Matthews Band songs and then some guy went up to the jukebox, put a you know put money in or whatever. And he was like, what'd you just play? And the guy goes, Neil Diamond, bro. And then he just like walked away. <laughs> so like for the, rest of the, for the rest of the night, it was like, bro, Neil Diamond, bro. That's nice. Funny. It's funny. You know? I like that, though. That See? like I totally would have done. I would have done that. You respect the move way I, yeah. more if they throw the bro. On exactly. Uh, Neil Diamond. Yeah, bro. he just looked at us like Neil Diamond. Bro. I would have done that with either Lionel Richie or I'd really go crazy. Have we hit the Lionel Richie Yo, portion no, of the evening already? I might really go crazy. And Jezebel, my goodness. I might really <laughs> go. I might really go crazy and go for Barry Manilow. I would you, you play on the jukebox, Rick Astley, bro? Yeah, exactly. See? Doesn't it make it funny? Yes, it does. So. But it's also because it's Cam. Everything <laughs> yeah. Cam does. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Everything Cam does is funny. Exactly. So uh, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. We can go to commercial with Rick if you want. We'll get oh. Rick to uh, oh, play do us not, out. Oh, do not tease me with that. What? You don't? There we go. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. This is what we're going to be listening to during <laughs> the break. But I, I, I was dancing too hard and hit my microphone. <laughs> there, I did it. I'm going to turn it I off now. It. No, 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. When we come back, throwing down with Rick Astley. Seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. I'm your host, Vincent Arichetti, Jezebel Grace of the Graces. Of course, Andy, Lord of the Boards, who's, uh, you know, going away. It's, it's I know. not right? cool, but... I'm so, sorry. Well, that's okay. We're trying to... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. We're trying to um, make sure he, he knows he's always welcome back and... Uh, Every now and then we kind of used to do this a little bit more, but we got to do it now. We got to do kind of a sports segment. I haven't talked to you since the Super Bowl, I don't think. No, yeah, before. And yeah. um but we kind of got to do a sports segment, especially you, Cam, both here. Um just because there's so much going on. This yeah. is like the am- amazing off season for the well, Patriots. Yeah. And I I got to say, I think if they let Butler go or trade him, bad move, couple of reasons. Number 1, you can't be about culture. You can't have a culture, a football culture, a particular culture where you reward good behavior and get rid of someone like Butler, yeah. who is so young, gets the system, bought into the system, plays hard every play, doesn't take plays off, and now did a great job on Antonio Brown in the uh, AFC. Amazing job. And then all of a sudden get rid of him for someone who in theory is established but has less, you know, has less of a future because he's older. 
you don't know whether he can jump right into the system or not. I mean, Ocho Cinco didn't work in yeah, this system. Yeah. The only problem so, is the Patriots never have cared about that. No, I, I understand that. And but, Bill can do no wrong. Too. Well, I mean, two, but two years ago, people were saying the same thing about Revis. No, every let, single offseason, yeah. we sit but there Revis, and we say, this is the one player that they re, can't get rid no, of. No, no, no. I'm not saying don't get rid of him because he's a good player or anything like that. What I'm saying is, if you're going to talk about culture and the Patriot way and all of that, you gotta reward the good guys. And by the way, when I say reward, I'm not saying giving this, give this guy 16 million a year. I'm not saying give Butler that. I'm just saying a guy with so much upside who's still under contract for one more year on his, on his rookie contract, or I forget how they call it. He's not the type of guy that you trade away for someone who you're going to pay more for and really only probably have two years out of. Yeah, but the Patriots give you what they feel that you're worth. And if you think you want more than that, you are more than welcome to go anywhere else. You think every single season, there's somebody who's on the block. This year, there's two of them. I I know. Malcolm Butler and Dante Hightower. And every year, everybody looks and they say, that's a player that we need to keep. And Bill Belichick says, uh, no, we don't. Gets rid of him, and then we make it to at least the AFC Championship. Absol- I absolutely agree with Ken. Uh, I mean, they said it about Chandler Jones, Jamie Collins. People ripped Belichick. Wes Welker. And, yeah, and for getting rid of these guys, same deal. They plug somebody in, and they don't skip a beat. They won the Super Bowl this year, and it's like... That's what the Patriots do. They're just like and they they're use like that as leverage uh, towards yeah. their players. They again, say we don't need you. Yeah. Again, you're talking about someone who was not a homegrown player, someone who was not always on the same page as the Patriot way. Well, Butler's not a homegrown player. I think he didn't he play in like Alabama or something like that. No, oh. we got we got him straight out. I thought. Oh yeah. No. yeah. Al- Malcolm Butler's like from the South. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's from New England. No, I'm I'm talking about oh, he's in played system. professionally we draft. with oh, yeah, only he, New yeah. England. That's what I'm talking about. When I say homegrown, I mean he's been with the Patriots and no other team. He's bought in 100% from day one. He never takes plays off. This is not a journeyman type of player. This is role model type of player. This is, when you talk about the Patriot way, it's not about the best players. It's about the players who give you their best. And this is the first time Belichick's making a move like this, in theory. We don't know what's going to happen. But this is the first time I've seen him do this with a player who has never said the wrong thing. He's never taken... What? Has he ever... Who? Well, no, but here's the... But it's, it's the way Belichick... You're right. He's never really done anything wrong, as far as I can tell. But... I didn't. I didn't think Jimmy Collins did anything wrong. Like I didn't did. Say, didn't say the wrong thing or anything like that. I but did. Belichick treats everybody gets treated differently. Malcolm Butler, when he was two years ago, when he won, you know, when he had the that play in Super Bowl yeah. Forty Nine, their first time back at OTAs, I, they sent him home. Yeah, they he sent was him late. home. He was. Uh, he showed. He showed up. Right. Oh no, no, and he got in a fight. Yeah, uh, during OTAs and they kicked them off. Yeah, Belichick right. nope. was like, "Get out That's of here." The thing. Yeah, I mean, they give, and this is what I like about the team: they give no special treatment to anybody. It doesn't matter how you got there. If you don't want to play the same game that the Patriots want to play, then there's no point of them keeping you. And and what they want, their thing is do your job. Yep, we need you for this. We can find anybody else to do your job, or you know, we can find a way around paying you that much money if right. we need to or if we want to. So you can stay for that much money or you can leave. And they usually just decide to leave, which I completely understand. You can get paid somewhere else, and they usually do. You think about, you know, 
uh, Revis. Yeah, Revis got paid, but that's that- great. And again, my the different situation that this is. You guys talking about Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> no, still, yeah, Revis and Butthead. <laughs> again, the difference is. Butler's not looking for $16 million. Butler's not out there saying, i got to get paid. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. I, did, did he you, is a little. He is definitely trying I mean, to get he paid. I wa- mean, he wants more money. But wants- only because... And, and look, everyone wants more money. He's not looking for... He, like, they even... Like, even, even on sports radio, which I normally don't like to listen to unless I'm just, you know, killing time or whatever, even they were saying, this is not atypical of Belichick because it's not like you're going to give Butler knows he's Butler knows at the best he's going to maybe get 8 million at the most as far as out of the Patriots if anything okay oh out of the Pats yeah yeah but he's not even getting offered that they're talking about they're not even offering him close to that he's in the top five in his position and he makes 600,000 a year the other four guys all make fourteen to sixteen million. He's not looking for I'm gonna retire money. He's looking for just show me you appreciate me. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, if he knows he can get paid that much, he will. Two other points before this segment runs out. First off, Barcelona was nuts. Uh that win <laughs> against uh PSG was insane. Not a huge your, soccer fan. Your second that. point better be about the Bruins. I it get, is one thousand percent against the Bruins. I gotta get Bruins. Bruins minute with Kale. Bruce yes. Cassidy <laughs> I had very uh, nominal faith in him coming in. Uh, he has completely changed the Bruins just in the way that he lets the players play the game that they are suited to play, yep. which we have a not very good defensive team this year, and Claude was trying to play us defensively. Yep. This is something I'm this, not saying Cam Stradamus here, because right. I wasn't really I like for that. getting rid of Claude Julian, but Bruce Cassidy has opened my eyes and made me realize we are a not very good defensive team trying to play defensive hockey right and now that we have finally shifted to our strong suit we won last night six to one over six the detroit red wings and it was a huge win and it was i'm loving the direction and the going bruins in. can make the playoffs too. yeah i don't know oh, no, they, oh they, they're in the playoffs they were they were already but the big thing that i want to say about the bruins they're playing american style hockey not canadian and the reason why the canadians are doing well is they're playing canadian style hockey under claude julian I can't wait to see them face off against each other. 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back. Seven one whoa five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Andy's farewell show. Andy is now behind the board, messing up, making Cam look even better than he already does doing thank his you, job. Thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. Cam is actually in studio with us for this segment. This is the first time ever. First time ever. Thank you, thank you. Cam is now going to have to update. Cam's going to now have to update his LinkedIn and call himself radio producer and personality. And, of course, Jezebel Grace of the Graces laughing at some of our notes. Uh, Andy Madison, a.k.a. Lord of the Boards, do you remember how to play 
the Wide World of Food theme song? I think I do. Here, do you have me... yours? Yes, ready I to do. Go? Um, <laughs> let me just find it. <laughs> that is Jurassic Park, right? It's the wide. Told you it wasn't. No. The wide world of. Oh, food. Back to the Future. He's been insisting it's Jurassic Park for weeks. I don't even know what it is, so... Back to the Future. Jurassic Park? I don't know why. I thought Jurassic Park. That's what it sounded like And not only, like, he's so insistent on it. I was like, that's not Jurassic Park. He's like, yeah, it is. (laughs) You know what's sad? This isn't a ride in Disney World, too, and I still didn't know it. Oh, this must be like Pirates of the Caribbean, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, getting into the, uh, why... It's Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Oh, okay. I've never seen Back to the Future. <laughs> oh, God. Like, where's the unfriend button? On I know. Nice. Well, my best friend's obsessed with it, though, so I kind of... I didn't know we were best friends. Yes, though. <laughs> we're best friends now. Call me every day. Text me. I'm a millennial. <laughs> don't call. Text. Um, uh, I'm a but, millennial, but so really. I don't like labels. <laughs> <laughs> Moving into the wide world of food, starting off one of my one of the favorite stories I saw this week: intense IHOP brawl shut down by <laughs> taser wielding officer. What? You got my attention. I thought this was only uh, Chuck E. Cheese's where this happened. No, nope, now it's IHOP's. Apparent- I feel like when this oh. show ends at some point, you're going to turn to us and get, say, "Guys, I have something to admit to you." Every article we read in the wide world of food was from the Onion. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. uh, actually, uh, the next one is from the Wall Street Journal, and I I highlighted it just just to prove to give it the credibility. Well, no, because most of these stories are like Wall Street Journal, Chicago Sun Times, like real newspapers. So intense IHOP brawl shut down by taser wielding officer. I don't know if someone didn't get eggs with their moon over Miami or Miami or whatever it's called, but things can get heated at late night restaurant establishments. Um, Last year's Dennis Denny story, there was another fight. Remember that? We talked about it. Because everybody um, goes there after getting drunk at the club. They're so like, oh, co- let's all go buy breakfast. Right. So, of course, someone's going to fight. Uh, while a brawl isn't anything too unusual, especially in Florida. Wow. Ah, uh, Florida, always problems. What's unique about this <laughs> video is how one police sergeant responded to the call uh, in this viral viral video, uh, it's in the Bro Bible, so you guys can check out Bro Bible. Bro. Bro Bible. Uh, in the first couple bro. of minutes... Probable. Bro. Bro Bible, bro. 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 In the first couple of minutes, <laughs> officers try with little success to calm down the restaurant crowd after a handful of women were fighting. A handful. International uh, a handful Women's Day... Women. Yes, I don't bro. know. Why is it a handful? A handful I don't know. Bro. A handful of women? Bro, where is this handful of women, A handful bro? of women is my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many. In- <laughs> That's oh, wow. so wrong on so many levels. A handful of women. So That's her autobiography. On so many levels, I thought she yeah. was going to say more than a handful of women. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to say? I don't know, but that's what I thought you were going to say. Um, around the uh, 220 mark in the video, another officer storms the restaurant and brings everyone to the ground with the threat of a taser and some necessary force. Do you think these places have, like, a bat signal they shine up? It's like a fork and a knife crisscross. They shine it into the sky, and the cops are like, oh, 
There's a brawl at another weird eatery. We need to get there. There's a brawl at a Waffle House. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, you do remember the brawl that we talked about at the uh, strip club in Springfield? Uh, Two sisters were fighting. Oh, yeah. One sister was dancing and the other sister was in the crowd and she (laughs) thought she was being too sexy. And so... uh, Only in Springfield. It sounds like an episode of Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah. But 50, (laughs) 50 people got arrested. Um, but the funny part of the story was it was 2.20 on a Wednesday. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so the colorful personalities were yes. there. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Ah. And, of course, just for Cam, McDonald's story. Yes. This, and, again, this was actually in the Wall Street Journal. McDonald's is finally revamping its busted ice cream machines. Now, Cam, you actually informed us that their machines would always be either broken or it would take like five hours to clean. Yeah, I, I read somewhere that it, it they, uh, to clean the machines or like to sanitize it, it has to go through some process that takes a couple hours, and that's why at night it's always broken. Oh. But you'd think they'd do that in the morning. Right. That's why I don't know how much I really believe that. Like, yeah. you know, nobody's getting ice cream at 8 a.m. Yeah. Well... <laughs> You don't hang out with us. There true, you. true. Depends um, on where you are. I mean, if you're in Florida, maybe. Right. Exactly. Oh, Florida, they're definitely getting <laughs> ice cream at 9 a.m. So, uh, story reads, I know I can't be the only one who's tried to hit up McDonald's for a McFlurry or shake, and it gets hit with the, quote, sorry, our machines are down right now. I swear it happens 90% no, of the time. No, it says our machines is down right now. <laughs> I know, but I'm our right. machines is down Our right machines now, is so down right now. I'm trying Please don't to, yell at me. I'm trying to be kind to them. Okay. I swear, you know I editorialize a lot to try to be kind. Uh-huh. Um, I swear it happens 90% of the time. Cam, of course, can uh, attest to that. Uh, fills me with the kind of rage that only an Oreo McFlurry could soothe. <sighs> Love them. Yeah. Right, I'm no, I'm just I'm just mad. I'm trying to save money. Yep. And then like, all right, we're talking about McDonald's. All right, we're not talking about any specific food items. And then out of nowhere, Oreo McFlurry. Wow, there happens to be a McDonald's on my way home. Oh. Thanks, Vincent. There's at least two go. of them. There goes that credit card bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for years, I just thought the employees were bleeping with us. Uh, they probably were, but blah 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 blah. So apparently, they are now uh, going to roll out these machines, replace them in. The U.S. and Europe, and this is all, of course, according to the Wall Street Journal. Cam, thoughts, feelings? I'm okay with new ice cream machines. But they're not really ice cream, right? Isn't it like soft serve? Whatever. Oh, soft serve is amazing. No, but I think soft serve gets a bad name. Yeah. But isn't it, uh, but I thought it wasn't really, really ice cream. I thought it was like some kind of... I think it's pretty hard to fake ice cream. I've ever had like the weird sugar-free stuff. It is not ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Although there was a um, and Halo. And soft serve is weird anyway. There's a brand called Halo that's really good. Yeah, I tried it. I don't like it. You know which no. which flavor though? Because some of them are horrible. I don't remember. Strawberry's I'll... good. Um, coconut's good, and I I never tried it. The rest. Andy. Yeah. I need a friend to have froyo with. In the spring and summertime, because as a 34-year-old man, going to get frozen yogurt by myself just looks like it looks really bad. You've got a friend in me. Bro. Bro. Fro-yo, bro. Bro. You guys are going to Skype Froyo. Let's go get Broyo. Oh. Broyo. Yo, tonight seems like a Broyo type of night. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yo, screw chicks tonight. I just want some Broyo. Well, yeah, that's the point. And then we get Broyo. Oh, my God. 
bro, bro, I had a rough week. I just want some froyo. <laughs> okay. Bro, all I'm thinking about is throwing some Oreos on top of that caramel froyo. Wow. Bro, I just want to get in my pajama pants. <laughs> I want to watch some season three of Shameless, and I just need some froyo. Ooh, oh. not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> wow. I thought he's gonna go for the Mindy project. And then we can watch some Game of Thrones. Oh. I'm down. Bro. I thought that was a porn. Bro. <laughs> and not oh. the good kind with the women, like the bad kind with oh. all guys. No, that was game never mind. Yeesh. <laughs> and of course you're correcting me because you know. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright, Kim, any final thoughts before we uh let you go to your uh run straight to McDonald's to get uh Uh yeah. I don't know. Uh I- I guess I just need, like, a quick opinion. Do I get an Oreo McFlurry, or do I just go all out and get, like, a Big Mac? Like, I'd uh, say go Big Mac. Ugh. Bro. Big go Mac, Big Mac bro. or go home, man. This, it might just have to be what I have to do. Yeah. I think it... I think we got a Big Mac McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Intriguing. I have, I have one more bro comment. Yes. Because of the cams here, i got to say it. I was tailgating once, it's like a couple years ago, and one guy who was a friend of a friend said, yeah, I went into the office and, like, no one was there, so I just went full McKay and went for it. And I was, I've wondered to this day, what does full McKay mean? But I want to use it now in, like, my everyday, but he was like, I went, I just went full McKay and went for it. Who is McKay? This is such a bro moment, and it's bothered me ever since. I could not tell you. Andy, when you go to your new job, don't say that. I don't know what it means, but don't say that. Like, wait at least three months. I'll never go full McKay. I'm going to call up that station and be like, bro, is, uh, Andy Madison there? Bro? Like, uh, excuse me? Bro, bro, I need to talk to my bro right now. Andy Brodison. Right now. Like that. Andy Bro Madison. I'm gonna the one the only. I'm gonna Andy B Madison. I'm gonna find out where the address Haven't is. Haven't you always wondered what the B in Andy B Madison is? It's bro. 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 I'm gonna find bro out my middle name. I'm gonna find out where the station is and send you flowers every day for like a month from a different name. McCabe. But it's all gonna be guy names. And it's gonna be two bro. That'd be awesome. Congrats on the new position, bro. Bro. Every, from bro. bro one to bro three. <laughs> yes. And just every single one has a different bro number <laughs> until they just start to really question you and your friendship choices. Oh man. But I'm gonna send it to the like the your boss. So that, like, can your you boss. hand deliver this to my bro, please? <laughs> like, make sure you make eye contact and smile. Yeah, make eye contact and read what's on the card. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Excuse me, Andy Bro Madison. Announce it to the room. Bro number three wishes you <laughs> the best in all of your future bro devers. <laughs> bro devers. My mom calls the station or something for something urgent, and they're like, "Is this bro again? <laughs> like, go away!" <laughs> oh, that's right. Your parents live closer. They do. Yes. Oh, so you're you're, you're uh, you'll be able to. It's awesome, bro. Be mm-hmm. closer to fam. It's always good. Yep. All right, this has been a fun segment, but uh, I think it's time Cam gets on his way to McDonald's. I am being kicked out. 508-871-7000 the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. <laughs> this is Jurassic Park. Bro. This is really, yes. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Watch that dump button, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, We'll bro. be right back after this.
508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Going through some... Actually, we were doing a little uh, wide world of food, but uh, there's a couple of events I want to just mention really quickly and get your takes on. However, I'm going to start at the bottom of the page, work my way up, because uh, Jezebel Grace... What? Did you happen to see the Irish celebration um, event that they're doing at oh, the yeah. regalmusictheater.com for yep. all information, March 11th and 12th, regalmusictheater, T-H-E-A-T-R-E.com. And uh, I love the fact that here's how they wrote their promo. A little bit of Ireland in my life, a little bit of Irish tenors on the side, a little bit of river dance is all I need. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day with Celtic comedy. Yep. All at the Regal Music Theater in Waltham. <laughs> of course, Mumbo playing number five, on man. Mumbo Number 5. It's just ridiculous. I don't know what happened. In the Saturday last. Night Live even did another Mumbo. Yeah. No, what I... Don't get all of a sudden Mambo number five everywhere. I swear I didn't. I have all kinds of people messaging me. They're like, uh, you know that this is your fault, right? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just had it stuck in my head every single day for 90 days in a row. Andy, Lord of the Boards, you're still, uh, with us. Uh, you, you kind of saw this happen, right? Yeah. Like Mambo number five all of a sudden everywhere. All of a sudden just kind of had this big resurgence and yeah. all of a sudden. But yeah, the SNL thing was, was pretty funny. Yeah. But I like, I like it, was talking about it nonstop, posting about it on Facebook constantly, and then all of a sudden it disappeared back in pop culture, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "This is so weird. Like, it's a weird coincidence, I guess." It's your fault. I know. I'm taking. I'm taking the credit for it. You made this happen. <laughs> Hashtag making Lou, keeping uh, Lou Bega relevant. That's what it was. Somebody uh, thought he was dead, for a while. <laughs> but well, clearly I mean, he's not. Yeah, nope. but I mean, you know, let's face it. Why would they? No one knows, right? Right? If if like I don't someone just like I, mean, I don't work I don't, I don't work think, at a funeral home. So. I don't no. think I would assume he's dead. No, but I mean you know what I'm saying when I when I'm talking about like uh, if no one hears from a guy like how do you know? Right? Everyone just assumes. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for like actors Wonder. and actresses and artists in that regard. Like when they if they do something and then they don't have the longevity or they go away, they take a break or whatever, and people are like, what happened to that person? It's like you know. You're ex- you're expecting them to just keep doing yeah. what they're doing. It's not that easy. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, if you make a quick ten to fifteen million dollars, you really don't need to, right? I mean, like, it, but it it like it depends. Like like Helen Hunt, for example. Helen yeah. Hunt made like a string of really good. You know, she was on TV. Well, then yeah. she was in movies. Yeah, she made a then, good amount of money. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think, you know, she like kind of took a step back. Maybe she wanted to just like have a family, and you know, she. You're right. She had all, all that money. She didn't really have to work constantly. She kind of went. I don't want to say like disappeared. Like she kind of just stopped doing that for a while, and then, then she started doing it again. Maybe she did like I think Broadway or theater or stuff like that. And I remember, I think it was like two years ago, she like CBS Sunday Morning did a profile of her, and she was like, "Yeah, people kept asking me like, where did you go? <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I just kind of." St- paused for yes. a second. Sandra Bullock did that, too. Yeah. She took time off. Yeah, she took, like, a time off for a while. Yeah. And then, you know, came back out of nowhere. And, yep. You know. Because she didn't, didn't is skip, awesome. Yeah, didn't skip a beat. Yeah. Yep. So. I'm telling you. What's the, um... <laughs> oh, 
of you. You're, tell, you're telling me. Wow. What are you going to tell me? It's, all right. It, it's on the tip of my tongue, and all of a sudden, I just lost it. Um, Miss Congeniality 2 could have ruined someone's career. Not Sandy B. She no. comes right back. No. You know why? Goes, because she is, like, so likable. Everybody yeah. loves her. Men love her, specifically. especially after her husband cheated on her too. I Made know, her right? more likable. Yeah, um, she's she's like the the perfect guys girl because she's just she's uh she's I don't know she's just perfect to me. You know, she's a girl's girl and a guy's girl. Speed is a great movie to watch. The original, yes, of course, second of one course, horrible. the original. I don't. Even, I pretend like the second one. Didn't even I never it. saw her the second one. Yeah, no, it's terrible. I but, remember renting it with my family. My parents and I watched it. Aww. <laughs> I remember just thinking that the first one was so good because... Oh, my God. Wasn't she in that movie, The Net? Or yes. whatever, like when the internet Horrible. first came out? The Net's a great movie. <laughs> that was a good movie. No. Yeah. Yes, it is. Watch it now. And you're going li- you to be watch like... It. Why would you watch it now? Because That's the... like watching Hackers now. You don't do that. Or uh, <laughs> like watching ha- the Matrix. No, Hackers is a great movie to watch now. Angelina Jolie is in that movie. As Spock. Yeah. As <laughs> with, Spock? Sh- with short hair. Yeah. She literally looks like a Vulcan. Wow. Yeah. I digress. Um, Vincent's just lost in his smartphone right now. No, I know. He's very good at stalling. He's making he's making deals on he Eric like, Ketty Media. I know, right? <laughs> he's <laughs> no, answering emails at vincent.ericketty.com. I wish I was. Um, Vincent Ericketty just purchased office space at <laughs> Eric Ketty Place <laughs> in Eric Ketty Plaza. Do you know Vincent where Eric... Eric like there is a, oh, my God. Just total sidebar. There is an Eric Ketty Place. Do you know where it is? Perth, Australia. Wow. It's the old it's the old Foster's brewery. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, during the break you found out that Foster's is actually made in England. Yeah. I can't Manchester, I think. Manchester, exactly. England, wow. Yeah, I had a um an Australian kid who was in my class in high school and uh we were all hanging out one day after school. It was like hit me, him and a bunch of people and like the the Foster's commercials came on and he was just like, This is so offensive. <laughs> Because, like, the bad accents, that in Outback Steakhouse, he's just like, Ugh. That's That's how I feel when I see an Olive Garden commercial. <laughs> oh, come on! Not no, even a funny, not even a ha-ha-ha-ha. No, ha, it's ha, true. Because, it's, I mean, we, Olive Garden, people who love Olive Garden, I'm just like, you, you, do you, do you get fine cuisine? Like, Are, what are is, there Olive Gardens in New York, like, near New oh, York yeah, City? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <gasps> who the hell goes to them? Well, you've heard the you've heard the insult, right? Like she's as Italian as all of the Olive Garden. I like, never heard that, but oh never my heard that? god, oh, I love it. Yeah. Wow. Feel free to use it. She's as Italian. All yours. What she or he? You know, is them. as Italian as all Olive Garden. Wow. Love it. That's what I'm here for. I am totally using that like every day now. <laughs> like I'm gonna totally shoehorn that into conversations. No, no joke. You should. No joke at all. 508871, I was waiting for the music. 508871, is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. When we come back, uh, I think we're going to get back to the wide world of food a little bit more. Got some Starbucks. Got another, got a great beer truck story that you never see beer truck stories. I can't wait to get to this one. When we come back here on Taste of Massachusetts.
is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back, everybody. Andy, Lord of the Boards, here for one last show. Of course, he's playing Heavy is the Head that Wears the Crown, because he loves that song. Jezebel, do you like the Zach Brown band? I don't know. You have any- to turn on her mic. <laughs> I don't know anything by them. <laughs> two times. One, two, three. That's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Four, um, five. So that's Everybody a, that's a maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've I've heard good things about them, but I've never listened. Okay, to you them. can just say no, like, or well, you, you can give me a really passive aggressive like. She's yeah, trying to be maybe. nice to you. I don't know who they are. Okay. I really wow, I couldn't tell boom. you any of their songs. So they're so they're irrelevant. That's what you're telling me. Well, In- I mean, aren't they like country? Yeah, no, that that song is actually like a the one I just played is actually not like the norm. Yeah, it sounded yeah. good. So, yeah. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do that so. little bit of chicken fry song, right? Is that them? Little is that bit them? of chicken fry, cold beer on a Friday night. I don't know. Is that them? I don't think that's. I don't know if that's them or not. But I like. I kind of like that song only for like the I first hate line. I that song so much. And then I can't really listen to it anymore. Um, I'll have to check them out though. Yeah. I didn't mean to sound like I was being snippy about them. I really just don't know who they are. <laughs> No, she just hates them. She absolutely hates them, and yeah, she's trying apparently. to be nice. Jeez. <laughs> she was trying to be nice, but you just couldn't take the niceness, so she had to pull out the claws and meow. Yeah. Well, but it's like when a girl says, like, oh, yeah, no, text me, we'll hang out. Like, if you don't want to hang out with me, just say so. <laughs> like, I'm not going to wow. waste my time with a text and a bunch of, like, oh, so what are you doing? That's all. <laughs> just trying to get right to the point. I mean, hey, I'm going to be in New York. They're direct down there, so I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to to. Zach adapt. Brown Band, Chicken Fried. Nice. Yep, that's them. Okay. I hate I hate that song. So you really so. do hate them, okay? <laughs> no, I don't hate them actually. Um, I had a boss at one point who was a big fan. That's like the only thing I know of them, but I don't know their music. She said uh, I would hate that song, but she said they had other stuff I would like, like what you just played. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah. Which, you know, appropriate seeing as you hang around with people who actually wear <laughs> crowns. Yeah. During uh, Ren Fair seasons. I know. Um, How many people can say that? Uh, just you. <laughs> In the studio, just you. Yep. Um, getting back to the wide world of food, Starbucks launches their Hachada-inspired almond milk macchiato. I think there were seven different languages in that title. Right? <laughs> Nailed them all. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now that almond, it's the only time I can you say that, like right? You sound like the redhead guy from, from Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed them all. Thank you. Yeah. That was amazing. Now that almond milk has become a staple of Starbucks lineup, they can finally experiment with new types of drink concepts that incorporate the nutty non-dairy milk. No laughs. No. The iced cinnamon almond milk macchiato is their latest creation in the line, and it was inspired by the popular Latin American drink horchata. Horchata, of course, is when they take rice, pulverize it, steep hot water through it, add spices, strain it, boil it down, chill it, and it's really good. However, I don't know why they do that, but it's good. I was just going to ask, why why that method? Um, well, number one, I do think uh, it has something to do with it being a dairy substitute, but not really. You kind of get the feeling of being able to have milk but without really having it. And uh, number two, I don't know, but it's really good. I've made it before. It's a pain in the butt, even with a food processor, but it comes out really good. But again, not worth the labor. So if someone else is willing to do it, that's fine. But the thing is, if you already have almond milk, why do you need horchata yeah, as well? I, I think this is more a marketing ploy 
than anything else, but, you know, it is Starbucks. So. Oh, it's horchata-inspired, so it's not actually horchata. It's just almond milk. Right, and the thing is, horchata, usually it's the spices that give people the impression of what it is, not... Is that like rum chata? Yes. Which tastes like a sneeze? No, it does not. It tastes what? like a sneeze. Wow, your palate is like... Very it's not a ne- it's not a bad thing. It just tastes like a sneeze. <laughs> you just don't want it. <laughs> no, I love it. So you like sneezing? Not everything I say is negative, guys. Jeez. I know, but it's fun to like get your goat. Uh. It's like really cool. Because usually, it's usually, like really cool, yeah. well, no, usually everyone's ganging up on me. <laughs> like Friday night, we got to gang up on um, poor Lee, Lee and Clancy from uh, Masshole.Eats. Uh, Lee, kept, <laughs> I don't know what he was saying, but uh, it was pretty fun. That you know. Most of the time, I'm the butt of the jokes when I'm not. Did he say the Cowboys were going to the Super Bowl? Uh, he did was not. Was he that one? No, he did not. That was uh, Clancy, I believe. Clancy, is, well, you were listening, right? I was in here when one of them said that the Giants weren't going to beat the Cowboys. That's what I was alluding to. Yeah, that was uh, Clancy, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. I guessed wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. Uh, moving on. Uh, for <laughs> for one day, Arby's insanely popular... I don't know about that. Deer meat sandwich will be sold in New York. So a few months ago, Arby's released a venison sandwich. Better to call it a venison sandwich than a deer meat sandwich. Um, And apparently it did very well, so they're going to release it um, in New York. Andy, you will be in New York when they release this in a few weeks. Yeah, nothing like a deer meat sandwich from Arby's. I've heard venison actually isn't that bad. Right. It's probably good, but from Arby's? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I mean, come on. From Arby's. Ugh. This is not from Jack in the Box, I guess. <laughs> nah. will, will you try it? Yeah, why not? Um. Okay. I could say something really disgusting right now. I'll, I'll save it for off air. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> as, as you do with most of your uh, very funny stuff that's inappropriate. Um. Let's do one more story. I don't know what you're talking about. I go to church like every Sunday. Yeah. You go by church every Sunday. Boom. <laughs> Um, let's do one more story before we uh, go to break. A uh, beer truck accidentally drenches cop during hilariously ironic traffic stop. I saw the video of this. You did. This is this is excellent. This so is like my favorite story. Um, so the cop pulls over this guy, couple of guys, and says to them, "Have you guys had anything to drink tonight?" Within mere seconds of asking the question, <laughs> the cop found himself coated in a deluge of beer. So, according to uh, Fox News Insider, Nevada Highway Patrol Trooper Travis Smaka, <laughs> fake names all over the place, had just pulled over a car near Las Vegas for speeding when the above events occurred and were captured on the patrol's car dash cam. So, it, it's grainy, which is why I didn't, like, you know, pull the link or anything like that, but... Um, a nearby truck carrying over a thousand pounds of beer. I wonder why they said pounds instead of gallons or whatever. Yeah, but, I know, right? Um, lost control on the interstate, possibly due to a car cutting it off in traffic. Its brakes locked and the beer went flying off the vehicle, spilling all over the highway, including on the police officer and into the pulled over vehicle. So what is it, like an oil, like a, like a milk truck full of beer? Like, I don't understand how this thing worked was it just like a bunch of 12 packs or well, see, that fell out I, I what i think happened yeah, did you, it yeah. looked like when the boxes of beer in the cans hit the ground they all exploded oh. from the impact and then the beer just shot everywhere that makes sense right 
Andy? Did, yeah. Is that, is that the impression I, you that's got? That's yeah. That's what I saw in the video. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a grainy video, so I just assumed they were all breaking and spraying everywhere. But, um, like, those two guys that got pulled over for drunk driving, like, they got, they had to get, let them go scot-free because the beer went everywhere, right? Did they did they ever charge those guys with? Drunk I driving? didn't say because everyone just focused on you know yeah. the fact that the cops got. How about so the driver crazy? that juggled to prove that he was sober? Do you hear about that one? No. What they you? Ha- I'm surprised you you haven't heard about this. So they pulled some. This is in a- Alabama. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere south, I believe. They pulled over. He's a I be- think it was a college student, but they pulled him over because he had a headlight out, <laughs> and so. They asked him if he had been drinking, and he said no, and then he said, you know, they asked him to step out of the car and everything. Everything was, like, fine. Like, he didn't, you know, I mean, they just kind of asked as, like, a formality. But he said to prove that he's, like, a part-time magician, to prove that he was sober, he was going to juggle for the police officer. He did that. The police officer caught it on his body cam. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, so everybody kind of had a little fun out of it, and I believe they posted it on, like, social media. So, but the kid get off, got out of his car and juggled to prove that he was sober. Wow. And, the, and the police officer, you know, obliged. And so. I wish I that's, could That's juggle. pretty clever. I but probably know this person. <laughs> you said this like was in Alabama, though? I believe it was somewhere in the south. I would have to double check it, which I could do at the break. But juggling is very, is not that hard to learn. It isn't? Penny. I know how to juggle. I could teach you how to juggle. I mean, he was juggling like pins. That's not easy, but like yeah, juggling three, and, yeah, yeah, juggling three objects. It's it's basically all just kind of like a rhythm: throw, throw, catch, catch. Yeah, I'm usually good with rhythm, but not, you know, singing type of rhythm. Uh, Jezebel Grace, what what uh, brownie are you eating? Chocolate chip. Yeah, how is it? Good. Not. <laughs> it's not salty. No. It doesn't taste like Play-Doh. Nope. <laughs> Jezebel's been a little salty this evening. I know. You guys are making me salty. What's wrong? Nothing. I'm what, tired. What? Can we help? Is there any music you'd like me to play? <laughs> no. Do you want me to reenact a scene from your favorite film or TV show? <laughs> Should I? Do you want me to quote more obscure Bewitched episodes? Something like that? What can I do to help? Just no Jezebel? mambo. No mambo number no, five. No mambo number five. Got it. Okay. <laughs> any other requests? Nope. No, Jess, Jezebel, I'm here to serve you. <laughs> He's Everybody, please follow Jezebel on Twitter at, I don't know what your Twitter handle is. Oh, yeah. we forgot to give it out. I um, don't even remember mine. No, uh, she... Can we say it on the air? Oh, no, I deleted Snapchat. You deleted Snapchat? You deleted Snapchat? Yeah, I ran out of space on my phone. At Gabby Kitty well, on hang Snapchat, on. which means now you're not on there anymore. Andy posts a million times a day to Snapchat, by no, the way. No, my account still exists. It's just not active right now. Oh, it's just because you didn't... Oh, okay. So hang on, we need the breaking news sounder for this. <laughs> no, that's the wrong I know, one. but it's the only one I have. Lord of the Boards here with this important breaking news bulletin. Jezebel Grace has deleted her Snapchat account. AKA yeah. Gabby Kitty. G A one B two T's. Who's this Gabby person? I don't know. We now get live reaction to the news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think your new job's never going to let you do anything. Oh, like no, that. they are not. That's why I'm doing it now. Yeah. Yeah, you still can. you got to get it all out of your system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So let's, let's, let's take a quick break, uh, and then when we come back, uh, continue with the wide world of food. Uh, one story that I think, two stories that will definitely make both of you laugh when we come back here for the final segment uh, tonight of Taste of Massachusetts.
508-871-7000 is the number to join us here. Taste of Massachusetts. Final segment of the night. Andy Madison. It's your, I guess, swung song. Yeah, is okay. I, yeah I guess you I mean, you that. may come back. But uh, former producer, current, sometimes producer, moving on to a great, wonderful job in New York City. New York City? No, no one. Okay. I guess I am old. Uh, 1990 much? Yes. Ooh. Wow. Nice. Sharp tonight. Um, Jezebel, I'll miss you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't even, doesn't even crack a smile. My goodness. Okay. <laughs> that was awesome. I, I watched your Facebook Live video <laughs> one time, too. Wow. <laughs> no, you said you didn't watch it. You said you just commented on it. Yeah, that was the joke. Oh. I did actually watch it. Oh, okay. I, yeah, he would have had to have watched it to comment. Yeah. Andy, I love you. Aww. We'll be friends on Snapchat when I get it back. <laughs> I just needed to get all like my five billion videos and pictures off my phone. They're all cat pictures, which is the sad thing. I know. Like, but videos and pictures of my stupid cat. Gabby Kitty's adorable. She's yep. very sweet. Everybody has their thing, though. Like my Most of my Snapchats are like random stuff that happens while I'm out shooting video for a story or whatever. Yeah. And, and yeah. at work. You yeah, make fun of work. that poor kid, Cam. Is it Cam? What yeah, is Cam. It? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You I'll torment him. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it, though. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> And uh, and that in you going to your sister's wedding that was very fun. All seeing. Oh, I'm glad you like that. Yeah. Yeah, you dancing and you know, <laughs> the white guy dance down. You must have practiced. Colony Pizza too. Really? They, so Colony Pizza, there's this pizza. It, I don't really. It's honestly, it's an acquired taste. It's not flatbread. It's not like New York style. It's basically just like, you know, it's it's a flat pizza, but it's not flatbread. Right. We love it in the Madison household and. They delivered at midnight at my at the reception for your sister's for my wedding. Sister's oh, wow. wedding. It was amazing. It was so cool. I love like, when places go I know, and right? beyond and do stuff Me like too. that. Did you um did you hear like we've been talking about how all of these crazy um marketing efforts of fast food chains are trying to get into the wedding game. Yeah. So like <laughs> we, we no, right? Like there's so many Taco Bell's doing weddings. A woman made oh a... Oh, my God. I forgot about the Taco Bell wedding. A woman made a dress out of Taco Bell wrappers. Ugh. Then there was the Burger King wedding. Remember that one? Like, yep. all of these yeah. crazy fast foods <laughs> are trying to get into that wedding game. And, uh, yeah, not not for me. But it is, it is a thing. But I love when restaurants or places just go above and beyond because so many people talk about it. Like, we're talking about it now on yeah. a 50,000 watt station. We have people, people from California who were, like, having colony pizza for the first time, and they loved it. And, like, that's just, like, that was that moment at my sister's wedding was just, I think it was it was just so awesome. Yeah, at midnight so, when someone yeah. shows up with a bunch of pizzas. Exactly. Awesome. exactly. To, I, a, to a country club, no less. Right. You know? <laughs> Well, I'm surprised they didn't uh, ban you. A lot of like places will not let outside food come in, but yeah. I think that that probably helped their alcohol sales a little bit, so they probably let it slide. Yeah, yeah. I, I was surprised, but I mean, I was happy that they did. Yeah, my mom told me at like 11:30. It was the the closest thing that you could have to like Christmas. Yeah, you know, my mom was like, "They're they're bringing the colony pizza." At, <laughs> at I'm like, "Wait, they're doing what? I didn't know about this." Well, you know, she's like, "Yeah, they're they're bringing it in." So. Uh, Andy, have you heard about this new trend at colleges, eating clubs? <laughs> no. This sounds like a snuff film. So they're eating, <laughs> so listen to this. Students are eating entire heads of lettuce in a bizarre club. So from sports to debate teams, college students 
have multiple outlets to show their competitiveness. What? What did I say that was funny that you laughed? Nothing. No? Okay. There's <laughs> a unique competition, though, in a different type of school club, the Lettuce Club. The whole story is ridiculous. So That's these clubs have been head. popping up across the country, and uh, the latest has been spotted in the University of Maryland. So what they do is they have lettuce-eating competitions where they have heads of lettuce, and it's whoever can eat the head the fastest. There's no salad dressing. There's no, nothing like that. Just it is the lettuce. Straight head of lettuce. And <laughs> this is the reason why people hate millennials. <laughs> and, and justifiably so. Oh, millennials. But not, not all millennials, just, uh, that was, Andy, that was just for you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've toned down the millennial, uh, bashing. Cause, you know, it's I'm not. I'm gonna miss the millennial bashing. Well, no, it's, I haven't done it. It's just, it's not fair to, uh, brand well, no, all well, cause you, but you have Cam in here, and Cam is like, Cam is a, you know, as good I have, at what he, what he does, and he's good at his job. He's not a lazy millennial. No, most, so it's like, most of know. the millennials I know are not atypical, stereotypical millennials. Like, even the food writers, bloggers I know, most of them are, re- like, not really young, but younger. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's only a handful that are maybe over 30, and all the rest are, are well under 30, and, they do not exhibit any of the stereotypical millennial um, stereotypes in any way, shape, or form. Can I run a quick idea by you? Absolutely. Real quick, I'll be real quick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We all have group chats yes. that are very entertaining. What about group chat audience theater? What do you think about this idea? You send a group chat in to this theater company. They give everybody roles, and they act out whatever <laughs> the group chat is. That's awesome. On stage. Wouldn't that be a great idea? Yeah, that's funny. I think, um... Boy, my group chats would be pretty disturbing plays. <laughs> I think they... But that's what would be, would be funny about it. Yeah. Well, I think they technically do that um, with um, um, audience um, audience requests for um, the Pops. I think the Pops has a thing where they do something similar to that with an app. Where oh. they'll, they'll do requests from... They'll take like ten artists... And so you show up, and then what you'll do is you'll start requesting songs, and then they'll rank them, and then the Boston Pops will play those songs in the order in which got the most requests. So it's it's kind of like that. But, yeah, the technology exists. Why not? I think that's like a million-dollar idea, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, final, <laughs> final story of the night, because I know you guys will love this. Root Cakes are the treat you should give to the people you hate the most. Ooh, I do like this. So listen to this. It's not what you think. So what you do is, so this um, this woman, Sarah Brockett, is a mastermind behind the company. It's called The Bold Bakery. And what she is, she earned her uh, Bachelor's of Fine Arts in Graphic Design. And what she did or does is she designs cakes to where when you cut into them and you cut a slice... <laughs> There is a rude message inside, no matter how you slice or take a cut of the I cake. Like it. So if there is a uh, promiscuous woman who you do not like, you can have her bake a cake. Or promiscuous man. Well, you wouldn't call the promiscuous man yes, the you would. W. Yes, you would. You would? Yes. I thought there was a different name sexist. for it. What do you mean I'm being sexist? I thought there was a different word for no, it. No, oh, Women's Day was yesterday. Just like there's like a male name for like and a female name for it. No, it's no. it's it's gender neutral yes. or whatever. 
Okay. Well, regardless. Sorry, okay. I'm very passionate about this. No, I, I didn't, like it. I didn't know. I thought it was. I thought there was a gen. I thought they were. You know, whatever. No. Anyway, send a man or woman. We're hey, we're equal opportunity. Everything here. Exactly. And um, so you can. They cut into the cake, thinking someone sent them something nice. Yep. Andy, on your first day at your new yeah, job. exactly. <laughs> it's going to be called, it's just going to be sellout, though. It won't be nothing like that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you can have that uh, baked into it. So it's called the Bold Bakery. Sarah Brockett came up with this. I think it's a brilliant idea. And once again, it just uh, it just goes to show that... Um, Women are going to take over the world in uh, in the world of business, at least, because this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, it would take someone with graphic design skills to figure out how to do it. But that's going to do it for us tonight. Oh, my God. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, Jezebel. We'll be back tomorrow night, 7 p.m.